In today's episode, we're talking about the importance of education for your wealth, but not necessarily conventional education, the right education. So what is right education? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about one of my favorite topics, education. Now, if you know anything about me, you know how strong I am in terms of having a great education behind you. But today I'm talking about not conventional education, but the right education. Now, let me give you the distinction between the two. Conventional education, the education you go to for schools and then for, you know, you get a, a qualification or, a, or, or um, you know, or some other degree for a profession, you know, something that you go and do. For example, I've been to, you know, I went to obviously school, then did my A-levels and then went on to do my law degree. I did actually a law, LLB in English and European law. So I had that. And then I went on to do, I uh, first passed the American bar exams and then I did um, the, 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 it was BBC at the time, I don't know what it's called now, bar vocational course and became a barrister. And then obviously, I, you know, after a certain amount of experience, I took the QLTT and, and, and um, qualified as a solicitor. So that's, that, that's conventional education. I saw one, I really want to stress the importance and the difference between the two. And I'm not negating for a second. So let me, let me really, really stress upon this. I am not negating the importance of conventional education. Not at all, not for a second. However, I do want to highlight a different type of education. And if and actually, in fact, I want you to understand that your education does not stop when you finish your degree or when you finish your vocational training. It's an ongoing thing. And even even those professions recognize it. You know, I don't know about abroad, but in UK, it doesn't matter if you're a lawyer or a doctor or God knows what other profession you have. There's You have to do continuous le- um, learning and that's why you need certain amount of CPD hours. Um, and so, you know, everyone recognizes that learning doesn't stop once you get a degree, once you get a profession, once you qualify. It's an ongoing thing. Unfortunately... I think most people mistake education for what they you know learn academically in books. I love books. Okay, absolutely love books. And I think the best way to learn if you don't have a mentor on hand is through books because you literally have a mentor guiding you through the books anyway. But the difference between conventional education and the education I'm talking about today is when you want to become wealthy. Now, why am I talking to you about this? Because recently, and as you guys know, whenever I'm doing this episode, it's usually a lesson I've learned from my own or snippet from my life. And I, you guys know that I do have a property business, which is, you know, not as brilliant as I would like it to be. So I recognize the fact that I lacked certain knowledge in the way the property market's going and a few strategies which I could be using. So what did I do? Unlike most people, 
who was thinking, well, okay, shit, I'm making enough, do some money and I've got enough money. Let me just, uh, you know, form, and I've got some certain amount of equity in my property anyway. Let me go and experiment with property and do X, Y, and Z. Instead of doing that, I decided to invest some time in my learning, in my education, and educate myself in terms of, you know, new strategies and learning what's, you know, what's happening, what's working out there and certain different ways of doing things, especially with the rise of Airbnb and Booking.com. I knew that there's, there's, you know, there's business opportunities out there which weren't available a few years ago. And I'm not aware of it. I don't know because I didn't have the chance to, I was focusing on other things to actually learn about it. So instead of just experimenting and trying and whatever else and learning by, by you know, by mistakes, I chose to go and get myself educated. So I spent two days. Now, I want you to understand, I'm incredibly busy. I have, I'm preparing my child, one of my children for 11 plus. And the other one, we, you know, she's going into year 10 to go into university, going to GCSEs. And I have three full-time businesses, What you know, and they're all on the verge of, you know, just exploding. I have hired a new team and as a sales team, you know, for my, my pod, for my coaching and I have a very, very successful podcast and we are literally going to be reopening our, our YouTube channel. So if you're watching the, on the YouTube, um, we've, obviously we've opened it now. So you can imagine my life is incredibly, incredibly busy. And I've also had family commitments over the last few months. I don't have much spare time, right? But I recognized the hours I was going to waste and especially money I was going to waste by learning things on my own. I could invest that time and potentially save money and make profit by learning from someone first and learning from other people's mistakes and learning from other people's strategies. And that's what I did. So on Friday and Saturday, two days, Saturday, Friday especially, I actually made my daughter stay, sit with me and actually learned the day. She doesn't have the patience, obviously, she's only 14. She got a little bit bored, so I didn't let me make her sit on Saturday. But at least Friday, she was sitting with me and she got to learn some things. But the point I'm making here is I learned... I educated myself on what's out there. And I went on actually to the, they, I mean, they offered their deeper courses and be able to work with them at a deeper level. So I chose to do a deeper course. I think they were, they're offering a mastermind, which I probably will join later on. But at this moment in time, I just couldn't physically find, you know, justify myself, you know, coming into that mastermind because of the the way my, my coaching business is literally exploding. So, I, I, I knew I wouldn't have the time commitment to be going up to the, you know, for the day workshops and being able to do that kind of work. But I did commit to myself, okay, fair enough. Uh, let me buy the course with a commitment in mind and I have a time frame in mind when I will go ahead and then I'll go and join the mastermind. And why am I doing that? I have a property portfolio. I have knowledge about property. I, I mean, they teach about mindset. I probably could teach a few things to them too because my mindset about money is brilliant. But it wasn't that. I, I didn't sit there and think, oh, I'm so brilliant mindset. I wasn't listening. I listened to them. Do you know why? Because their mindset around property strategies and property is better than mine. Of course it is because they're experts. They've done it. There's no issue of them in the, in the learning. I mean, yes, when it comes to money, I mean, you attract it. I I do think I, I have a better idea than most people. Yet they are experts in in working with property and learning and doing property strategies. So they have a much better mindset around what works and what's possible around a property than I do. I could learn a thing or two from them and I did. So this is my point, right? Nowhere in your life should you think, oh, I know it all. Because I promise you, the day you think you know it all is your downfall, is the time you're going to spiral downwards. 
I never think for a moment I know it all. I'm always learning. That's why I'm always buying books, either audible or, you know, hardcore. I like I like my paperback books, actually. And or Kindle versions. I'm always buying something. I'm always, you know, trying to see for what else I can read, what else I can learn and how else I can develop my mind and so forth. Because I'm always, I, I think there's so much more to learn. There's so much more for me to know. I, and I don't get complacent about learning at any moment in time. I really believe my education is my responsibility. It wasn't the school's responsibility. And this is something that I should recognize from a young age. I mean, I went, I didn't have the luxury to go to private schools where I am sending my children. I, I went to a state school. Now, for whatever reason, I know that other people, you know, had a great time at that school, but I personally felt let down by the school because they weren't really supportive for me. And I really do believe, uh, considering how severely dyslexic I am, that should have been picked up because I was super, super smart, but no one picked up that I was super, super smart, for whatever reason. Anyway, in hindsight, it's probably a favor to me because, you know, because not knowing the fact that I'm dyslexic, it doesn't, it was, didn't, I'd have a label on me and I carried on working and whatnot. So anyway, that's another story. But the point is, I never let, I never let the school decide what I was going to do, what I was going to decide. I mean, GCSE to GCSE is a thing I, I learned on my own. And I think for, I, I decided then, when especially when it came to sciences, that I wasn't going to rely on my teachers. I was going to do it myself. So that's why I got all A's for uh, for sciences. And then when I went into when I went into A levels, I remember I always knew I was always ahead and knew more than my biology teacher. I think I got on his nerves because of it. But I sort of realized he was just reading from chapters. I don't know what kind of teachers they were they had, but this biology teacher was. I think he was just reading one chapter at a time and then relaying the information to us. So I made a point to just, okay, figure out what book it was, learn. And so the point I'm making here is I never relied on the college or the school to give me my education. I took responsibility for it. And that's why I got the grades at A-levels that I did, because I took my own responsibility for my education. Now, I sort of did it because I was for focus. But now looking back in hindsight, I think this is the, 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 the kind of psychology I had then, which has stuck with me ever since, because I never stopped learning. Every moment in time, if I ever look back in my life, I also I was learning. So when I found out about the fact that I'm dyslexic, I went on another tangent, learning about mind, about neuroscience, about how you know you know what happens and how that you know how the minds or the brains of dyslexics work, and you know why I was able to be successful, and even though I had some impediments, I still do, right? Numbers still jump around for me. I still can't tell the difference between left and right. I'm severely dyslexic and I have to think and pause about things that most people find take it for granted. I don't. I have to think about, okay, what are, you know, especially writing and other things and simple numbers, you know, one to three, three and one, they will jump around for me. So I still have those issues, yet I've never let them hold me back. Readings be one of them. So when I found out about this, the fact that I'm dyslexic, I realized, okay, so how can I compensate for it? So that's when I decided to do speed reading. My point here being, I've always taken responsibility for my education. I've never relied on anybody else. But it's also important for you to take responsibility for your education when you want to become wealthy. Conventional education will be, you know, it's something that you need for your life. It's something that you can use to make a living or just to get an awareness of who the world is and, you know, just to understand how to live in the society. I think that's how the world works. But if you want to become wealthy, you have to make the decision that you're going to educate yourself to, you know, to, to for things that will make you wealthy. You know, if wealth comes from a few strategies, okay? 
business. If you want to get in business, then you have to learn what works in a business. At the moment, I can't imagine a business working without funnels. Honestly, I think Russell Brunson's and people like him are, are amazing because they have created this new era of people, entrepreneurs like me, who can make fantastic amount of money through funnels, right? Through online online marketing and whatnot. So you have to learn about that. It didn't come to me naturally. I had to learn about it. I had to learn how to build the damn funnels. Now, obviously, I can delegate it and can push it out to um, to companies and whatnot. But initially, I had to learn the basics. You have to learn and educate yourself. And this is my point for today. So if you're listening to this and you're in a corporate job and you're earning and you're comfortable, you're earning multiple six figures and you're thinking, yeah, girl, I hear what you're saying, but I just don't have the time. Here's my point. And this is the reason I gave you the example for myself. At this moment in time, I am running three businesses, bringing up two children, let alone the fact that I've got two cats as well. And I am a full-on hands-on mom. Like I, I play, I play board games. We've got Cashflow Quadrant, which you know, by Rich Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I love that game, by the way. If you haven't got it, you have to get it. And it's a way, very brilliant way for me to teach my children about uh, how to become wealthy and about you know buying a real estate and shares and what whatever. It's just a brilliant game. And so I play that game with my children. I take the time out for that. I, I, you know, I, I do, uh, we went for breakfast this morning because my daughter went for, for a party. So I took my son out for breakfast. So it was mommy and, and mom on Sunday. You know, and, I, and I want to build that memory for my son. So he remembers that mommy took me on a date and spent that time with me alone, when, you know, because my sister was out with her friends on a birthday party. We spent that time alone. So I do things like that. So I'm incredibly busy. Yet, I also dedicate time to my education. And I took out full two days, which was a Friday and a Saturday. Both days were really, really busy. And instead of sending time work, working or doing emails or anything else that I could have been doing for my numerous other businesses, I dedicate that time to learn. And when I realized, okay, this is a strategy that works for me, I realized I want to do a deeper level. I actually went ahead and bought the course. I paid it there and then. It wasn't a small investment. It's a decent investment. It wasn't as much as a mastermind, but it was still a big investment. I made it without thinking twice. Why? Because I'm going to use it. And then I had to work out, okay, so when am I learning? When am I actually going to learn it and make a plan for it? And how am I going to implement it in my current life? I have a property that I'm actually developing at the moment. And I'm one of the strategies I want to implement into that property. And this is where I took my daughter this morning. We went to visit the other property, her to look around, and we were both discussing what we possibly can do to it. So it's learning for her, learning for me, and we're both learning together. And I'm teaching my daughter as I'm learning. Can you see the importance of that? Right? So the importance of right education. Yes, you should have a conventional education. I can't stress that enough. If you ever meet me in person or any of, any of my cousins ever speak to you or anybody ever speaks to you, they'll tell you how strict I am with my children when it comes to education because I really am, right? They have to study. They have to get good grades. It's not an option. Absolutely non-negotiable. They have to get it. They have to work out. Now, I'm not saying they have to get like 100% or something. It's something that they have to put full effort in. And whatever grades they get afterwards, it's, it's whatever. But the point here is that's important. I am not negating conventional education. I'm not like people say, well, you know, I know my ex and I have had many a conversation because he doesn't really believe in education so much because he thinks, you know, once you go into business and whatever else. And there are plenty of examples out there of people who have, who don't have conventional education have done really, really well. But I also think there are far many examples 
of people who need the education, which develops their mind, develops their character and develops, I think most importantly, it develops your character and it instills in your work ethics. The reason why I have the work ethics that I do is because of how hard I work to get my grades back at A-level. I don't think I've worked that hard for my degree. I think my A-levels were the hardest things I've ever done. I was doing five at the time, but Anyway, the point is, conventional education is great. And this is something that I absolutely encourage you to do. And if you have children, absolutely tell them about it. But now here is the thing. My school, my kids go to school for conventional education, to learn social interaction, to learn behavior, to, to know how to you know hold themselves and think and, and so forth. And they do both go to private schools. They both go, I'm very blessed and very privileged. Both go to very, very good um, schools. But their education when it comes to wealth and when it comes to other things, I don't rely on the school. I'm not expecting the school to teach my children how to become wealthy. Not at all. That's something that I have taken the responsibility for. So I will teach them. I will teach my children you know, about the strategies which I'm using for my property business. I will teach them strategies for... I'm not necessarily sure whether they would want to come to coaching or not. So maybe coaching is not an option. But when it comes to actually a business, how to run a business, I will be teaching that. And actually, even when we've been playing the game, I've seen how, you know, both of my children interact. And I sort of knew that beforehand anyway. Uh, my daughter is more less risky, whereas my son is takes is more likely to take risks. And I've always seen that my you know that my son is more likely to go into uh, into business more than my daughter. But it was interesting to see how they how they both interact and they both enjoyed the process. They both enjoyed the game, and this indicated to me okay how the easiest. I mean, it just felt so easy to teach them things through games. But I took the responsibility of teaching them. So even though I think again, um, every single day I'm always talking to them about money and uh, different things about it. And it's not that all we talk about is money. It's the fact that we treat money as a friend. I treat money as my friend, and so my children have grown up thinking money is a friend. And I think one of the strategies when they were, they were saying about mindset and so forth, it was funny that Maya goes, was I just born with that mindset? And I said to her, no, <laughs> you, the reason why you have you think the way you do is because mommy's always been talking to you about money in that way. So you don't know how to think about money in any other way because I've always spoken to you about in this certain way. And, and so she understood because there are a lot of people who have very negative ideas and negative um, uh, th- thoughts and ideas about money. And they're there. And so that reflects them in their, in their belief system and in their actions and the way they are in terms of the, the way their the mindset is. Now, so bringing this back here again, the, the, ep- the point of today's episode is all around two parts. Yes, you should get conventional education. And if you're a student at the moment, you're listening. Yes. Hell yeah. Go ahead. And I'm not negating the importance of conventional education. But if that's your only ticket to becoming wealthy, then I have news for you. You are on the wrong path. Now, when I was younger, I didn't know how what other education I could get for myself to become wealthy. All I thought about was that I was told, because I was told that by my mom and everybody else around me, get a good education, get a good degree and get, a, get into vacations which are popular and uh, and then you can make a lot of money. Now, I, I went, I shifted from medicine, but I, I even thought for medicine, I was going to plastic surgery. So I wasn't going to professional world be GP. I had in my mind that I was going to be a plastic surgeon. So I was going to go and make tons of money. <laughs> it transpired that I couldn't, I couldn't look up blood. So we went a different career path. I ended up being a lawyer. And, but as a lawyer, I went towards the commercial end and I was working, you know, I qualified as a barrister. I ended up working as, a, as in the commercial area and I was making a lot of money. But the point was, 
I was all, that's the only way I knew how to make money, which was through working and getting a job or, you know, being self-employed as a, as a barrister or whatnot. Now, once I began to realize there are other ways to make money, I began to learn those strategies. And that's what I've been doing. And that's what I've implemented in my life. I never stopped learning. And I never allowed myself to become complacent, to think I know it all. One of the biggest issues I find with corporate people is because they are, especially highly educated people, they've educated themselves so much. They've got PhDs and masters and MBAs and whatnot. And they get to the conclusion that, well, I'm so educated. I've got so many degrees behind me. I really don't need to learn anything more. And you couldn't be far from wrong, right? You need to learn. So if you want to be a lawyer, you have to do a, you know, a law degree or, or you know, well, actually, there's another, another story, but, you know, conventionally you do a law degree and then you do, you know, the BBC or LPC, whatever. There is a set path for you to become a lawyer. There's a set path for you to become a doctor. There's a set path for you to become an architect. And the same way, there's a set path for you to become wealthy. It's not Wealth is not kept for the few. Wealth is not kept for the lucky ones. The wealth is not kept for those who inherit it from the parents. I promise you, you and I, who are normal people, born to normal individuals, can become extremely wealthy. Yes, your journey may be longer because you have to initially build build it up. If you're given a hundred, if you're given a hundred thousand, if you're given, you know, if you if you're born with a trust fund, it's easier to build, go from millions to billions. Whereas if you're starting from scratch or, or sub-zero, as I was, then you have to build your first 100,000. If you go on to build your first million and then you have to go on to build your 10 million and then go on to, um, you know, onwards, there are onwards because it becomes a snowball, okay? And the more money you have, the more money you can make. But you don't need money to start. But it doesn't mean if you don't have any money, you have to start slow. I'll give you an example, another one. We, we were playing the game again. And yesterday, we all had different, uh, very low paid, um, very, very low paid, profession. So I think my, my son was uh, a thinker nurse. My daughter was a teacher in that profession. And I came up as a janitor and my take-home pay was only 600 bucks, right, from the game. And obviously I ended up having two kids. Okay, you know, I landed on babies. I had a bun baby and another baby. So I had two babies, which added another 200, which took 200 away from my my you know surplus cash flow. So I ended up with 400 but you know what? I was the first one out. Now, obviously, I have advantage. I know what to do compared to my kids. And I'm educating them. But I, even it was an eye-opener for me myself because very quickly, I was able to build up my cash ledger. You know, so my so banking my cash, you know, was quite, you know, was quite extensive. And it got, it, it, took, it didn't take me that long to become, you know, to, to become um, financially free and to jump out from the rat race and come into the fast track. And it was interesting for me to realize, because when I first got it, I'm like, oh, bloody hell, I'm a janitor. How the hell am I going to, you know, jump, you know, be able to do any deals and do this and that? And that's when, obviously, you do, you do, you play the game and you learn about it. And I realized once again, it didn't matter how much money I, I, you know, I was given initially. It was what I did with it afterward and how I could keep it. Again, I'm educating myself and I'm educating my children in the process. Now, is that more important than them going to school at the moment? Hell no. Hell no, absolutely not. But is it equally important? Absolutely, absolutely. The school is teaching them things that they will use for life, you know, etiquettes and behavior and social community, you know, social interaction and obviously math and English and whatever else. But what I'm teaching them is equally important. But I'm teaching that to them. It's my responsibility, 
not anybody else's. And if you are an adult, it's your responsibility. Go out there, dedicate some time, invest some money and some time into your education and learn. As Jim Rowan says, you know, your living, your, your day job would, would uh, make you a living, but your, your passion will make you a fortune, right? So this is what you need to do. You need to go out there and educate yourself. You need to learn techniques and strategies. There are so many people out there who are extremely successful. They're not lucky. They just learn. They, they educate themselves. Now, education can come to you two ways. You can either learn from experience which is a long and hard way, or you can get a mentor and you can work with somebody. I'm of the opinion, I learned this quite a long, long, long ago from Tony Robbins to go out and get mentors and get coaching. That Because that cuts your learning curve dramatically. And that's why I chose to educate myself, to go and get mentors and to learn certain things, work on myself. And then when I'm ready to grow in further, to go even go and get a larger and better coaches. That's what I did with my coaching business. That's what I did in my online business. I got myself some coaches, got to a certain level, then I got even, even better mentors, got to a certain level, then changed my mentors again. Because you want to be, you always want to look up to people who are way ahead of you. My current mentor is a nine-figure earner. I'm not even eight. So I'm. that's where I want to be because I want to be where he is, right? But I'm educating myself in business. I'm educating myself now in property. I'm educating myself. When I started crypto, I didn't just jump into crypto. Again, I spend the time to learn and educate myself. And then when I went out and got a mentor who helped me to get a, 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 a crypto portfolio, and I invested money in that too. So I, I could have invested money straight into crypto and think, okay, let me just try. Instead, I because I chose to get a mentor, because I chose to get help, Instead of losing money, especially when it, and, and, and being fretting about it, especially with the recent downturn it had back in June and July, I was quite sensible. I was quite safe. And, you know, my prop, my portfolio is up 30% again from back, you know, when it was initially. So again, I educated myself. So instead of, you know, instead of wasting that time, instead of wasting that money, I learned. I educated myself. I got a mentor to help me. And then I'm reaping the benefits. Can you see the importance of this? So this podcast has come uh, has come out a bit longer than I intended, but I really want to dr- uh, bring this point home. I absolutely think your conventional education, going to school and college and uni is brilliant, and I'd still encourage it, absolutely. But what I'm going to also encourage you to do, without it, I think your journey to wealth is going to be a long and hard one, is to educate yourself, go and get mentors. And I'm not saying, you know, just me. It depends on what strategy you want. When it comes to mindset, I don't think you can get a better a better mentor than myself. Honestly, I'm with all the humility. I really do think you, you know, I think I am the best. And so you can try that out by coming to our workshop. We have a workshop coming soon. And depending on when you're listening to this podcast anyway, if you go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com, we've, we probably have a, 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 you know, a workshop going live right now or about to go live in a couple of weeks or, or maybe a month or so. But do come and listen to us. Um, go do come and um, if you listen to this uh, podcast, do come to the workshop. It's twenty seven pounds. It's not a large investment, but it's it will give you an indication of what you know, what mindset strategies we use. And if it, if I'm for you, if I'm the mentor for you, it'll give you a clear indication. If not, not then it'll tell you either. It, it'll tell you. It's a five day workshop, and it will blow your mind if it's the first time you're doing it. So go and check us out. 
but that's just for mindset. Everything else like trading and crypto and property, I encourage you to go out there and get mentors who can help you and support you on your journey. But you're, at the end of the day, your mentors and, and these coaches can support you, but you are solely responsible responsible for your education. And in order for you to become extremely wealthy, you have to be highly educated in the strategies to becoming wealthy. I hope you got value from today's episode. If you did, please do leave us a review. And if you do, do send the screenshot to moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com. We will send you our million in the mirror meditation for free as our way of saying thank you for supporting our podcasting journey. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.